Hey guys, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend, a podcast about mental health and astrology. Have you guys ever had a bad day or felt so anxious to the point where you are struggling to find yourself in this vast society we call life? Not to worry, guys. I have felt this way too. The podcast interviews guests from college students to parents and even experts that talk about their journey to where they are in the present moment. So sit back and relax and remember that you are not alone. Without further ado, let's get started with today's podcast. Have you guys heard about Anchor by Spotify as being the easiest way to make a podcast? Let me explain. It's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Best of all, when even hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, like I said before, Anchor is totally free. So pick up your phones, laptops, or whatever you use and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope to hear your podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Episode 33, titled A Contradictory Personality, talks about my grandmother, Elizabeth Getty, a.k.a. Betty Getty, a.k.a. my mom the goat. (laughs) Um, My grandmother came on the podcast and really talked a lot about her journey running a successful hairdressing business for over 50 years. And my grandmother also talks about the difference in dating from her generation to now my generation, what we are currently going through. And she also gives great advice about relationships and all that fun stuff. So please, guys, tune in and you can check out my grandma's Facebook by clicking the link in her show description. I know she mentioned she has two Facebooks, but not to worry, guys. Don't worry about that. I'll handle the the technological issues. Um, But without further ado, guys, here is my conversation with my grandmother. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez, and I am here with a very special guest, one of my childhood heroes, my grandmother. Mama, what's going on, and how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. I I really feel... um I was a little nervous about this, but, you know, I got to thinking about myself and I said, you know, I've talked to people. Um, I've had my own business for so many years and I don't I definitely didn't have trouble having to having to uh, be able to talk and gab. So um, I think <laughs> I'm going to be in good shape. <laughs> yes. And, and I definitely think you are. And with this conversation, all my guests, we come on, we just talk a lot about like their journey, you know, and I know you mentioned that. Um, and for everybody, I know I introduced her as Mama, but her real name is Betty Getty, Elizabeth Getty, but people call her Betty Getty. Um, but I call her Mama because that's 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 what I do. <laughs> um, but I know Mama, uh, when it comes to, I know you mentioned your business and stuff, and we can start there. Um, I know you've been cutting hair for a very long time, but where has that passion really stemmed from for you when it comes to 
starting your own business, cutting hair. Where did that passion really start from? Well, what happened was I I, I was in high school at Padua, and um, my dad became friends with um, uh, the man that owned Central Beauty Salon. So he came home, because I actually wanted to be either a teacher or a nurse. You know? So he says, this is how I used to talk, Italian accent, Elisabetta, I want you to go to hairdressing school. <laughs> That's just what he said. I said, okay, because I always, whatever my dad asked, I would do. <clears throat> so before I even graduated from Padua, I already had my license. I went to night school three, four, three nights a week, worked every Saturday. So I guess it was a passion. Once I started it, I, I really liked it. And my dad actually built the salon. And, um, and basically, I went in and, and I worked there for 51 years. Never left my salon. Wow, 51 years. That is definitely a long time to run a business. Uh, what do you think has really changed? I know you've been doing it for 51 years. As you were doing your business, what was really changing during that time period? Well, you know, I was young and, you know, all the girls were working for me. We were all, you know, young and we worked our way up. All my girls, they stayed a long time and, and I got some new ones and stuff. And what really changed for me, what made me realize that I needed to either bring in a lot more younger people in or I just felt that I worked hard long enough and I did enjoy everything. I went to the shows and, you know, and the girls were all, we all had a great time and it was a lot of fun. I ended up having my sister come in. She liked to tell me what to do. And I had my sister-in-law, Doris, who was my, she was my sweetheart. She took, she ran the desk. So it was like one big family. Everybody came in, everybody knew each other. We always had a big Christmas thing for everyone. And I did love that. I loved my clients. And um, I do miss that today. Um, as far as doing hair, I mean, I love doing it. And I love being up on, you know, up on all the newest styles. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, I'm 76, but um, I try and stay in fashion. I have my hair done and my nails and, and, you know, things like that. So being in the business, that's how. And I dress not like a 76-year-old, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> but it also because of, you know, having my grandchildren around me a lot, too. So anyway, yeah, I, yeah, I, and I will say, Mom, that was a really cool answer. You know, just really thinking about like the trends, you know, and mm -hmm. for you having to adjust to that, you know, whether that's bringing bringing in new new people to work for you, you know, because like as, as you know, like with time, people come and go, and mm -hmm. especially running a business for. 50 plus years, you know, and um, that just leads me right to my next question. So I know, I know you mentioned a lot about like grandchildren. I know you also mentioned a lot about like you making sure you're getting your hair done and making sure that you're staying in like, you don't really look like a 76 year old. <laughs> I can tell everybody that my, my grandmother, she's definitely very active. Um, I know you mentioned that. What are some things that you do to really just like some things that you really like with yourself, you know, some things you really like to do with yourself and like your own self-care. Cause I know you mentioned like fashion stuff and beauty stuff right. to, to really stay with the times. Well, you know, <clears throat> I, um, I always liked to walk. I, I would always, before I start having all my problems with my hips a, a couple years ago, I didn't know they were my hips, but anyway, I would go and we would, I would walk up near target. I would walk around, you know, tells you the mileage of how far you go around, I think three times a mile or whatever. Not, but I missed that, and um, I wasn't feeling well and found out it was my hips. And last year, I had it, both hips taken care of, and I'm my old self again. You know, I feel great. So that's what I want to start doing. I, I'm not a person that really needs – I mean, I love the friends that I have, but 
I've come to the conclusion and I've come to the, that I'm not, I, I can go, I can go walk for, by myself. I could even go into a movie by myself. And that's good. I want that. I don't want to be dependent on anyone. I've never depended on anyone. So. Yeah. And, and I will say that's definitely like some, that's really like a great answer, you know, like not really being so dependent mm-hmm. on somebody else in order for you to have your own happiness, you know, and, and I will say like for you, like whether that's walking by yourself, you know, or going to see a movie by yourself, I definitely think that's something that I 10 out of 10 also recommend for other people to do. Just start doing new things on your own. Yeah. Um, I, I know just to add my own personal experience, like I've been going out to restaurants um, finding good foods on your own, you know, like that's just some stuff that's really good for your soul, you know, because if you're so reliant on others for happiness, you're really just losing yourself, you know, and you're not really figuring out what is it that you want for your own self, right. you know. Um, but just continuing our conversation, like I know you mentioned a lot about like work and business, and I know you really talked about your passions. Um, I know you're really into cooking as well. Is there any other passions that you really that really interest you? Well, I used to before I um, I don't know what happened to me I, with COVID. I don't know. I I got into watching the movies on TV, but before all that, I used to read all the time. I I would get a book. I remember when my my boys and Trish, when my daughter were little, I would have that book and reading it and. I, I would read a book a week. I would like to get back to doing that because it's really good for your mind. And that's the one thing I do do. I do these games, these word games, and just to keep my mind alert. And um, I, I, I probably should start going back to the library. I'm, like I said, with COVID and all, I wasn't too leery about going out. But now I am. Now I'm ready to. So. Okay, yeah. And just as like a side thing, like I know you read a lot of books. Like, is there any like, is there any certain books that really, that really stood out to you throughout the years that you have been reading? I just can't think (laughs) on the top of my mind, but it'll come to me. But um, another thing is, um, I really, I, I go to church now. Uh, with COVID, they weren't, we weren't even having church, but I've been going now with my next door neighbor, who's also my dear friend. And uh, her and I would go, we go every Sunday. And I've had a lot of things, you know, in life you do, you can make mistakes and you can have things happen to you. But I think what saved me is that I, ha- I have God in me. And I really, I am blessed that, you know, what I do is I just, when I feel down, I, I like to pray to him. Mm-hmm. And it really helps me focus it make it makes me more calm and and i i always say even to my grandchildren i always say always be kind and always be giving because god will take care of you yeah you're, you're right mom and i will say like um for a lot of people you know it's like feeding that like spiritual soul you know and mm-hmm. and i and for you it's prayer it's connecting with god for whatever you believe in you know some people mm-hmm. believe in other things That's some fine. people believe in others it's just all about finding that one thing that really just connects your soul that you, you can really go to to find like a sense of like hope you know or yeah. like a sense of just belief and for you like that's god for you that's praying and i definitely think that's something that i recommend other people to do as well um but just like continuing continuing our conversation now we mentioned a lot about 
you mentioned a lot about like your work, your passions, a lot of things that you like. Um, I know you mentioned a lot about grandchildren. I know I'm one of your grandsons. Um, and also like seeing like your kids grow and now seeing your grandchildren grow. How has that experience really been for you? You know, seeing your children grow first and now seeing your grandkids grow. How, how do you really feel about seeing everybody just grow right before your eyes? Well, I mean, it, it's really a beautiful thing because you not only see them when they're little and you see them growing and <clears throat> then they branch out on their own and they've all become, everyone, see, everyone has become, they're just so loving and kind and happy. And that's, that's really what you want. And, um, you know, um, my one son, you know, he has one, one daughter that's special needs and, and she's special, but she's a little on the shy side. And, uh, but my son's very, very good with my two sons are very good dads, just like their own dad was mm-hmm. there. You know, they would go out of their way and, and you could see a lot of, a lot of the things that him and I did. It, it's showing on, on my grandchildren and on my own children. Yeah, and just and just building off of it, I know like you've now seen like a couple of generations now. Like you've seen, you obviously have like your generation, then mm-hmm. you see like your your kids' generation, and now you're starting to see the grandkids' generation. What do you? What are some things just from your own personal opinion that you really think have changed over the years? So I know there's a lot. Just I I know for me, I mentioned a lot of this on this podcast. Yeah. It's like I know the old school mentality. You know, it's just like you you just work. You know, you don't really. You don't really think about things, you know, it's just all about just like working and showing up and having like that hard, that hard work at work yeah, ethic. The, the older people do have very, they really do have good work <laughs> ethics. Yeah. I mean, you know, the young people could learn, learn from that. But mm-hmm. I mean, what is, what you have to also have time to have fun and, and like plan a vacation. You know, you, it's not all about work all the time. You have to, you have to have both. Mm-hmm. And, um. You know, um, what happens in life sometimes, you, you have, you, you might make mistakes and you, you, and, um, let me think what I'm trying to say. By making mistakes, it's okay because that you learn from that. But, um, as you get older, everything's a little, we don't worry as much as about things and you want, you know, you want to live for the moment and, you're, what happens is your children and your grandchildren, I think they think that when you're older, you, you know, you're not going to do all these things. But this is something that every, every older person wants to do. They want to be on their own a little bit. They want to be able to do what they want to do and have some fun in life. Yeah, I know. And that's definitely a very interesting answer because I know like for when it comes to like my own self, you know, or like seeing like my parents as well, you know, and uh, everybody and even my friends too, like everybody's worrying about something, you know, or they're striving to do something in the future or have like a, a, a great life in the future, you know? Right. So like for you, like when you're answered, like when you're at that point, you know, where for you, like you've worked 50 plus years having your own business, um, very successful. Not, you've never really had a lot of problems when it comes to that, you know, now that you're at that point, your, your answer about just like really doing things that you want to do or having more right. alone time for yourself. That's just some things that like you've really realized now and which, and especially through everything that like you've went through and stuff. And I know you mentioned a lot about like, 
a lot of things people worry about and a lot of stuff people worry about, whether that's like a house, you know, or that's like worrying about your kids or worrying about just just things in general. You know, there's a lot of things that cause anxiety and all that stuff. So I just really wanted to just emphasize that point. You know, you reach that point. I, I want to do more fun things, you know, whether mm-hmm. that's going on vacation or doing your own things on your own, you know, and um, I will say that's just a really spot on answer. Um, but just continuing our conversation, I know we mentioned a lot about just like work and passions um, for you. I, I know you have a lot of great advice to give. You've already mentioned a lot about like prayer, you know, and you've also mentioned a lot about like really just taking time to like do what's best for you, you know, to stop worrying about so right. many, so many things. Um, what's some advice that you would really give to, let's say, someone that's just trying to start out their own business or really trying to find what they really want to do in this world? What's some advice that you would give to him or her or whoever is listening? Well, what I would say is try it and see if you like it. And if you don't like it, it's okay. You're allowed to try something. And if it don't work, try something else. It's not the end of the world. You're not going to fall apart. Everything, it's, everything works out. It just does. It's just, you just can't, you just can't let this worry you to a point that, you know, that you can get sick over it. It's just not good. And if you have financial problems, that'll work out too. If you lose your home, things happen. Sometimes you can hit rock rock bottom and then you can come back. I mean, I've made mistakes. Everybody has made mistakes. Nobody's going to tell you about them, but we all have made them. And, you know, you learn from them. But, you know, it's, it's just that if you want to try something, you got to go for it. And if you don't like it or you say, gosh, I love what I'm doing, that's the best thing that you could ever do. And it has nothing to do with money. You know, a lot of people say, I want to make, I want to make all this money. I, I need all this. But in the end, you know... It's okay. It's great to have the money, but that's not number one. You want to be happy inside with your job, with your family. It's really important. Yeah, and and I agree. That's really a great piece of of advice, Mom, that you can really give. You know, it's just take that initiative. Try some things, you know, even if you do fail, like, so be it, you know. And that's definitely been one of those things you've really taught me a lot when it comes to, like, my own journey, you know, like, being able to tack on new things, try new things. Like, this is... This is probably like the third podcast I've tried to do, you know, like, you know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. It's all trial and error and, yeah. as you're trying to find yourself. So I just want to say that's some really good advice to give and stuff like that. Um, now, continuing our conversation, transitioning a little bit. I know we talked a lot about like work, passion, some advice that you would that you would give. And um, I know you have something that's going on in your mind. Is that anything you want to share? Well, Mom, no, I just <laughs> I wanted to tell you that the, one of my main passions, I do like to cook. <laughs> and I find that um, if I decide to make something, and I'm re- it really relaxes me. And I would say I'm I'm above average cook. I don't care, <laughs> I can't cook everything, but I will say that I don't, I don't even need a cookbook anymore. I must have had fifty of them. I got rid of them. I go online and I just I just Google it up and I try it that way and add some extra stuff. But I I think if when I have the time, I do enjoy cooking. So that's one of my passions. <laughs> yeah, I will say because I know I know for me, whenever I whenever I come over, you always have something cooking. 
There's always something. <laughs> and then you never you never let people leave the house without a, a fresh home meal. That's just some it's always been a quality of yours, Mom, that I ten out of ten recommend and I just wanted to share. Um, but now just continuing, I know, cause I, I know, I remember there was a passion, like you wanted to talk about that you didn't really like bring up, you know? And so like that was cooking and stuff like that. And that's, and I, 10 out and of 10 al- recommend And also, it. excuse me, being Italian, <laughs> I mean, when I, when I say, um, when I was first born, we lived in, t- in town and my mom, our church was right across the street and every, after the mass, all the gumas, that's like the godmothers, cause we're, I have a lot of brothers and sisters. They all came over for coffee, and she would always have coffee. It was always something. You never turned anybody down. And I can remember over the years before you were even born, we'd be sitting down having our Christmas dinner, and somebody would come to the house, and we we would just grab the chairs and throw the table, you know, put the plates out. But, I mean, some people would stress over that, but it's not. It's all good, and you always have enough food, always. Oh, yeah, definitely, you know, especially the more the merrier. It's fun, yeah. And, and that's definitely cool. And I definitely, I mean, I know we never really experienced that, you know, because, I mean, we would have, like, family come over. But, like, to have, like, just random people come over, you know, and add more to the table, that's definitely something that's really cool. Well, you know what it is, too? The young families today, it's like um, they don't they do not do stuff like that. I, you know, like, they need an invitation. You shouldn't have, if it's your brother, you, should, you don't need an invitation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I know what it is is that most families have, their children are into sports and and they have to go to all these different events and basically families aren't they don't have the customs like they used to have yeah definitely i know and i definitely think that's part of the reason you know like things are changing you know people adjust and adapt and end up learning new things you know and i definitely think that's one of those old school things that have been lost along the way Um, but i know we talked a lot about passions work and your drive and some great advice that you've already given transitioning a little bit to relationships i know you and you and pop up were together for a very long time um tell me a little bit about that i know like you guys got married at a young age you know and so tell me that journey you know being in marriage for so long and obviously you ended up like taking care of him too like Mm -hmm. your your own journey when it comes to that well you know when um when i was when I look at this, when I was in high school, it just seems like whoever your boy, this is the truth, whoever your boyfriend is when you graduate, that's usually who you marry. That's how it was back then. Because even my next door neighbor, Sandy, she met her she met her husband her last year in high school. And that's what we were talking about, her and I. I, was, I got married right before my 20th birthday. But you have to understand, you come from a very strict family. My father was Italian, very strict. So... When I married my husband, he was the only man that I ever went with. I mean, I mean that's what and that's what she did too. But we didn't we didn't experience anything. We didn't experience going on vacation with a bunch of girls. We didn't experience having our own place. We didn't experience just working and doing things that the young people are doing today. And I always said, her and I talked about it the other day. I says I, I really wish that we were able to do all them things. It's not that I didn't love my husband. It's just things that make you grow. As, as a person, and that's what I, I kind of miss. But it, hey, it's too late now. <laughs> but anyway, and having, you know, having my children. I didn't have my children right away. I think it was like 24. And, and that, my husband and I, that was our life, was our kids. And we always went on vacation. He was very active in sports. And he would coach them all. And, and we just grew with all these other families that were the same way. And then um, 
16 years ago, no, I'm sorry, 21 years ago, my husband had a very massive stroke and he was unable to walk. So what I had to do was I still had my salon, but I had to get someone that would stay with him while I was working. And it, it all worked out. Sarah was a doll. She was a lady that came. My customer recommended her and my customers were great. But I mean, it was an experience, you know, it was very hard, but it was something that I knew that if it was reverse and I was in that wheelchair, my husband would take care of me. And that's, that's how it was. But, you know, what happens is when, there's, when, there's, um, when someone is ill like that, not many people, I don't think they can face the situation with how it was. I only had a few people that would come and visit. Not my children, I don't mean them. But my oldest brother, he's, he's deceased now. And then my sister was married and her... His daughter was a nun, so my three friends were nuns, and they would come once a month just to come see me. But I didn't have a whole lot of um, family that came, and that kind of hurt my feelings. But I never, can I tell you, I never said anything, and I've never, um, I never really thought about it because I was so busy with my life. But now that I'm older, I thought about it. I would say, where were they? But it's okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. And I know you mentioned a lot about how, like, especially now with like relationships, you know, people are a lot are doing a lot of casual dating, whether that's like Mm -hmm. going through like social media apps, you know, meeting some people. It's nothing's really serious, you know, like right away. And I can only imagine like your first ever like relationship being so like serious, you know, and I and I I definitely think it worked out, you know, because I mean, you guys were married for a long time. And, you know, marriage obviously is a lot of work and you guys are able to raise kids and Mm -hmm. have grandkids. So, it definitely it definitely was a long lasting marriage you know but i know you mentioned a lot like going on vacation more you know finding yourself more and my my question just for fun uh is just uh if you guys had dating apps back then how do you how do you feel dating would have been oh, gosh. back back in the day gosh i don't know probably pretty <laughs> strict cuz today i mean back then i mean when someone came to they came, they had to come in and meet the parents. It wasn't like, I'll pick you up outside or I'll meet you at the corner. It's nothing like that. <laughs> but anyway, and, my, and you're going to laugh, but when I graduated from high school, my time to come in was 11 o'clock. 11? <laughs> yes. I mean, I, now I have changed. You know, I, I look at you kids and say, go head out, have a good time. Just behave. <laughs> oh, man, I can only imagine 11 o'clock. Like, that's... That's how it was. <laughs> <laughs> even out, even even after high school, still eleven. Well, I got married at twenty. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking two years. Oh man, jeez, oh, I'll tell you. Oh, oh well. I, I can only imagine you know, you having have, that strict. And you have to understand, I didn't know very much when I got married. It was like a whole new. I mean, I knew how to cook, and I knew. You know how to clean because my my sisters all say you have to. My sister would say you have to clean downstairs or whatever. I was at all that, but I didn't know too much more. They didn't tell you things like you know today. So yeah, and and I definitely think part of that is because of like you know social media. You know, oh, yeah. have like TV shows, movies. Um, all, all that stuff no is cell really phones, no phones. Yeah, that's that's another thing too. Like no cell phones. I can I can. Now, I can, I, I don't, it would be difficult for me, you know, I'm just thinking about it, you know, like trying to communicate with someone that. Yeah, but you know, um, you went outside more. I, we always went outside. We played games outside. We, we always would sat or sit on the steps. This is when we were in the city and all the neighbors were out there. You did more socially talking one-on-one, face-to-face. 
really. Okay, I got you. Yeah, so now, like, would you guys, like, send letters at all? Like, let's uh, say, like, you guys are far away, or, like, oh, he's yeah. in one uh, state, my, he you're was. in another. My husband, before I married him, he was in the Army. He had another year to go. And um, and he, we would write, of course, we would write and everything. Okay, that's, I got that's you. That's the only way you communicated. You didn't, you didn't have um, what you have today. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I just wanted to really just ask you that question just because, like, I know, especially, like, back then, you know, writing letters to each other was definitely had a lot of importance mm-hmm. to it, whereas now you just shoot someone a text message. Oh, it doesn't yeah. matter where yeah, you are. Because right. I remember um, um, he saved all my letters, and it was in a box, and we had um, – he, he had gotten a ride home from the airport, and because um, he would fly home. He, he, was station, he was stationed in Colorado, and they were, like – when, you know, when they saw servicemen, you know. But anyway, and someone actually sent him the box of the of the letters that we wrote each other. So, Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's definitely very nice. And that's definitely a good memory to have. Um, but just continuing a little bit when it comes to, like, relationships. I know, obviously, like, you were in a marriage for a very long time. Um, I know recently, like, you, you've, over the years, you have, like, talked to a couple people, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, just all that stuff, you know. Um, what's some advice that you would give to somebody, you know, just trying to find a relationship or really if they're struggling, even if they're struggling in a relationship, I know it's a two part question, but Mm -hmm. what are some, what's some advice that you would give to like relationships overall to people? Well, you know, the thing is, um, you want honesty and you want, um, someone that has, um, compassion and you have to have that. You have to have that feeling inside you when you're with someone. If you don't have that, you know, that, that what is that like that bubbly feeling inside just <laughs> butterflies that's it i mean <laughs> but i mean if you don't have that you know you know that it's not going to work it just you have to have the connection and you have to be able to talk to each other because that's what you want to do you want to express yourself you want to talk about problems or if you don't have problems you want to talk about everything i mean that to me that's the most important yeah, you're right. And, you know, and because, like, if you keep stuff inside, you know, let's say, like, something happened in a relationship, even with, like, friendships or even, mm-hmm. like, romantic relationships, something happened, a situation happened, like, months ago, and you didn't talk about it. Oh. Then you start bringing that situation up from the past, and you're like, oh, oh, you, you should have talked about, you know, that's something that you should have talked about in that moment, you oh, know. absolutely. Communication is definitely the number one thing it when is. it comes to and, relationships. And, and always being honest. Because yeah. sometimes, you know... Sometimes um, you might do a little fib because you might lie, lie a little, but you don't. You always get caught, so oh. never, never lie. <laughs> it always <laughs> comes back to bite you. I'll tell you. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I know there is a saying like usually if you tell one lie, the more more lies build up. It's like right. a snowball. Right. You know, it's like you lie one time and then all of a sudden now you got to lie about something else. I know. And then, that's not good. Yeah, and and there's def and I've and I've learned this a lot in psychology too. There's more to it than just because when people think of lies, they just think of just like blatant lies. Yeah. But there's also half truths. So like you'll oh. when you tell a story, you'll tell most of it's true, but some of it's a lie. There's also lying by omission. Wow. Yeah, that's something that I, that the Mala, my girlfriend, usually she she really likes to bring that point home. Like lying by omission, um, it's still lying. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it, even little ones like I got home at three, but you really got home at five. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like I don't know. Yeah, I got you. And uh, I will say, just continuing, I know you talked a lot about like relationships. You give a lot of like great advice and stuff. And I know I, I really liked your point that you mentioned, just tying it back a little bit about how things have changed, you know, and like doing some like traveling out, finding more of your independence instead of being in a relationship right away. Um, 
do you want to elaborate a little bit when it comes to like how how have like things like changed a little bit more when it comes to that? Well, you know, you know I've always been. Um, well, I guess because I had, you know, had to take care of my husband. But I think even being being in business for myself um, and learning all that I had to do, I'm very independent. I, I, I don't feel that I need to depend on a, a man to make me happy. Even though it would be nice to have a nice man in my life, I'm more, I'm just not that type of person. I, I want to be independent. So if you're going to love me, you're going to love my independence and the woman that I am. And I'm very strong-willed. I mean, but I'm pretty kind and easygoing. <laughs> but, you know, I have, you know, so today, I mean, the women today, I mean, some women do depend on, on they're not independent enough. I like a woman that has some strength like that because that's the only way you're going to, if anything happens in your life, you have to be strong. That's how I always... That's how I always wanted my daughter and, I'm, and my daughter-in-laws to be. Yeah, and I got you. My yeah. Namala. That's how I want them all to be. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll let you know that you said that in the podcast, so hopefully she'll listen. Um, but uh, just just adding more, just to have a little fun when it comes to like okay. relationship talk. I always ask my guests that come on this. Um, when it comes to, let's say, like you're on a first date with somebody, right? And they do something that's like a complete turnoff. So, like, what are some like turnoffs that you have that you would not have a second date? Like for me, as you think. I'll give you some time to think um, what for me, like I, I, my little test is I'll hand people the aux cord and like, depending on what music they play, like if someone's playing like hardcore heavy okay. metal, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not having a second date, okay. you know, you know what I mean? Those are, that's like a little test that I have, but is there anything like a person would do on a first date that would be considered well, a turnoff? I, you for know, you? I've tried the dating apps <laughs> <laughs> and um, this one was a terrible turnoff. He came, we met, we met at a place, because, you know, you're, you're, you're online, so you don't want to have anybody pick you up or anything. So we met, it wasn't far from where I was, and we were sitting there, and the man talked horrible. I mean, I don't want to tell you how many of those bad words he said. And me and the waitress were, like, putting that roll in our eyes. I couldn't wait to finish. And then we went out, and he smoked. I said, that's it, I can't date somebody who smokes. Sorry. But anyway, I... I chalked him off my list big time but it's funny because when you're texting they seem so nice yeah. and you don't really know until you meet them mm -hmm. and um you know i've been on dates and they, they were very nice but i mean it's only like a date or two date but i mean i i can't get serious on one date or two dates it's you got you got a show whatever you no i got you i mean when you're when you're establishing a relationship somebody you know just starting out, you know, yeah. it takes time. Like you can't right, just immediately jump into something, you know, and, and that's definitely a very interesting story. Like someone <laughs> was really talking bad to the wait staff. <laughs> yeah. um, like, was he just like cussing? Oh yeah, no, just how he talks. You know how we're talking now? Well, picture those bad word, that one bad word always coming out. It was like, I, and he never, when you text him, he never talked like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that definitely must have been like it a complete like 180. A shock. I couldn't wait to get home. <laughs> oh, it was pretty funny, really. So, and he had to go to the bathroom. And me and her, like, what the heck is wrong with this fella? I mean, it was awful. Her and I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing, though. Anyway. Yeah. And, and uh, that that's funny. Uh, yeah. and I, I always like to ask that question just because, like, now, you know. I will tell you this one fella <laughs> I met from Philadelphia, he was very nice. But, you know, don't you have to have an attraction to someone? He really liked yeah, me, you need too. Yeah, you need a physical attraction I mean, he, a little bit. I mean, he even came down. We went to Rehoboth together. I didn't even know it, but he rented a car. 
Oh, wow. I know. And then, and I went up to see where he, you know, was. I met his roommate. I mean, he was very, very nice. But I just wasn't attracted. And and it's a shame because I know he liked me. But, you know, (laughs) it was the way it is. It's a shame because you can't be friends. That's what you want, just to be friends would be nice. Well, I I think you can, you know, I just think it just starts with a little bit of like boundaries from the beginning. It has to be like from like the get go. Because he told the girl, the the girl that he lived with, he says, I really like her. And I said, gee, I like him a little, (laughs) you know, so I didn't want to hurt his feelings. I didn't want to lead him on. I know. I got And that's, and that's definitely something that's nice. I mean, it's not like we're going to, we're going to, um, you know, it's kind of like you can, if you have an attraction, you, you don't want to lead a person on. And then, like three months later, say, "I don't want nothing to do with you." Yeah, you know and I, yeah, I got, I got you, because, you know, like at the end of the day, you know, it's all about being respectful, you know, treating yeah. people with respect. And even though, like, you went on a couple of dates, you know, you realize, eh, this is not really for me. I mean, that that's what I mean earlier when it comes to casual dating. You know, yeah. like you go on a couple of dates with somebody, and if you're feeling it, you're feeling it. If not, like it's no hard feelings. Right. You know, at the end of the day, you're just honest with the person up front, and and. It comes down to that communication aspect again, being able to communicate yeah. like, "Hey, like, I don't want to lead you on. Like, I'm not really feeling this type of way. Let's let's end our relationship. Right. Unless you want to be friends, right? Like, I'm, I don't want anything more than being friends. And it's up to them to respect that or right. not, you know. Um, so I definitely think that's a, that's some really fun. That's a cool cool little story to share, you know. Yeah. And that's some good advice that that you can give to a lot of the young generation, you know, when it does come to casual dating and even even the older generations too, because I know parent parents can be a little mess too when it comes to relationships um but just continuing our our conversation i know um when it comes to like astrology and stuff i usually ask people some things um but my last question that i have off the top of my mind before we get into astrology a little bit and a little bit of your chart um when it comes to like self-care i know you mentioned a lot like let's say like you've had a very long day i know you mentioned cooking's really good for you um especially now if like a lot of things coming up on mental health and stuff um when it comes to self-care let's say you've had like a very rough day you know what are some things that you really do and you recommend for other people to do well i like i like i like to have a glass of wine that kind of relaxes me and um just you know i i would like to go and be by myself for a little bit, mm-hmm. and have the wine, maybe put the TV on. Sometimes I don't even listen to it, but sometimes it just calms me down. And um, and basically, now that I'm retired, I do relax a lot more, because, you know, during the day, and I'll catch a movie, or go for, you know, do what I have to do, because I like being busy. I'm not one to sit around. But I mean, you have to have time, you have to have time to calm yourself and relax yourself down. From, from a hard day at work. I mean, I remember how it was when I was working. I got you, yeah, because I always like to ask that question mm-hmm. too, you know, just because it just gives a good idea. And I know I know when it comes to having a glass of wine, it's definitely something about that spiritually, you know. Yeah. For everybody's different when it comes to finding some things to help calm them down, you know, and I, I think that's a really cool answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we wrap everything up, um, usually we connect a little astrology to it. Okay. I know... I know I've talked to you a lot about astrology, you know, I've, I've, I've done your chart a couple times, you know, and we pretty much talked a lot about a lot, a lot of things, you know, and I know you're an Aquarius. Um, but before we get into that, when it comes to astrology, like, does it interest you at all? Or are you, what are you really curious about when it comes to astrology? Well, I never really looked into it a whole lot like that. I mean, I know that my husband, well, his birthday was, and he was Sagittarius, but I mean, you have told me some different things, but I mean, 
I probably could get interested in it. Right now, I don't know too too much about it. But I mean, like, my daughter's Aquarius, but her and I are not alike. Now, her birthday's the end of January, mine's next in middle of February, but we must have different signs because we're we're like night and day, but I mean, maybe not. I mean, you know, she has good qualities. I'm not saying that, and I have good qualities too, but I don't know. You know, sometimes it, I don't know how it works. So you can, you want to tell me some of mine or how do you do that? <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Um, and I always ask that question just to start off because yeah. I know for us, like we're just going to pretty much just talk about like your sun and moon. Yeah. So your sun sign is who you are to your core. So like what you said, like pop up was a Sagittarius, yeah. you know, like that's like, what's your sign? Who are you? Um, and you and mom are both Aquariuses, but where you guys defer is your moons. So okay. your moon is in a Taurus moon. And my and mom's moon is in a Gemini moon, so okay. you guys think completely different. Like okay. Tauruses oh, and Gemini's, they vibe. Their vibes are completely different. Um, so for you, like for your personality, so I have this website. It's called thehoroscope.co. I if, it's a good website if you want to start mm-hmm. learning a little okay. bit a little bit about yourself. And I just Google just you just Google your sun and moon. So for you, your sun's in Aquarius, mom, mom your moon's in Taurus. Taurus, okay. And here's a little reading for you that it gave, and then. Once I'm done the reading, just let me know how you feel about it. Okay. So for you, it says you're an Aquarius sun with a Taurus moon, and it says a contradictory personality. Proud and demeaning, the Aquarius sun Taurus moon personality can be very soft on the inside and prefers to keep their life as private as possible. So when it comes to the positives for your sign, it says very composed, very determined, and very motivated. Um, negatives can be stubborn. Um, can be a little bit, um, a little bit obsessive over like work and things. Perfect partner, someone who can offer them the stability they need. And word of advice for your sun and moon combination: be be mindful of how they come across to other people. So as you describe, as I'm describing, like positives, negatives in your sun and moon combination. What are some thoughts that come to mind? Well, I, I definitely feel I'm stuck. I, can, I definitely feel that I'm, I have a strong personality. I mean, you know, I'm real easy, an easy mm-hmm. person. And I give you whatever. I'm too easy that way. But I do have a, um, I do have a very stubborn, but I, I, I don't, do you think I always have to be right? I don't think I'm that way, am I? Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. no I'm just saying like you have moments, you know. Yeah. Everybody has uh, moments. Right, okay. But I mean, it, I, they sound like it's, it sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and like I mean, you have to yeah. have you can't give us all good stuff. You have to tell us some of the things that 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 are uh, negative too. Oh, of course, yeah, and that's why I like the reading too. Because when you used to, I, everything. I used to read the paper where they would have, where they would put always all this great stuff. Mm-hmm. They never told you anything negative. Did oh, you, that, oh, that's interesting, yeah, because I know there was a section that I, yeah, cause I remember ago, hearing it on the radio. Yep. I, I like what was it like on the Sunday paper? What was they it on? They would have everybody sign. I don't know if they still do it. I haven't because <laughs> I don't get the paper anymore. But they would have of that. You know, they would tell you the sign of that day, and it was like, you know, you're you're nice, you're giving. You know, they give you all these plus things. But I, you know, they all kind of <laughs> nothing bad, nothing negative. Well, I got you, and I will say, Moa, I will say, I've really enjoyed our <laughs> conversation. We talked a lot about relationships. 
work, passions, things changing over time, and a little bit of astrology too. Um, but where can everybody find you at, whether that's Facebook? I know you have a Facebook. This is, the floor is yours, you know, if you want to well, share that. Well, you know, I'm under Betty Getty on Facebook, but then Elizabeth came up. So I kind of think that I haven't been on Facebook because <laughs> I didn't do that. Someone wants to use my name, I think. Because why would I have two names on Facebook? Oh, I know, I know. That don't make yeah. sense to me. Yeah, there's a lot of weirdos, especially with social media. I really media. haven't been on social media that much because of that well i got you well but you I guys do, can i do check my my family because i have a big family so i notice like my 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 niece's children i'll see a picture <laughs> or something like that but well anyway. yeah well you guys could check her out on facebook at <laughs> okay, uh, betty geez. getty or something and she'll she'll pop <laughs> right up okay. um but i will say mom thank you for coming on it's been a blast and please stay safe thanks a lot i love you <laughs> love you too <laughs>